Welcome to the Measure Success Podcast, where we feature top leaders on how they measure success in their business and life. Now, let's learn from their experiences. Carl J. Cox here. I'm the host of the Measure Success Podcast, where I talk with top leaders about effective strategies that inspire success. This episode is brought to you by 40 Strategy. 40 Strategy inspires leaders to grow their companies from startup to 40 million and beyond by designing world-class strategic plans and keeping them accountable to actually get it done. Go to 40strategy.com to learn more. Well, I'm very excited to talk about our next guest here, Max Benz. Max and I actually met at the Reno airport of all places. And uh, I was getting ready to head back home from Reno, from Reno to Portland. And Max is like, I'm heading on this adventure to Alaska. And I was like, tell me more. And so we're going to talk about those stories here a little bit. Max Ben is an outdoor adventure addict as well as a professional storyteller. He has created a business that combines these two passions and people usually have a hard time telling if he's hard at work or hard at play. And he's after working the agency world for the past five years while building a Rolodex of clients in the outdoor industry. Max recently launched his own business, 719 Productions, with a specialty in documented documentary style video, and photo storytelling. He continues to build relationships with brands and helps them uncover and tell the stories that connect with their audiences. Max, welcome to the Measure Success Podcast. Great to be here. Yeah, it's kind of fun. funny. Like you mentioned, we met in the airport and here we are on a podcast. <laughs> I know it is totally crazy. And and I it's interesting. I have lots of different... I love talking with people you know, and how... Your story was pretty compelling. One, you know, you're a clearly an entrepreneur, right? You know, you you started out a new business and then combined with that, you were doing some really cool work. Now, before we go into your business business, let, tell me about, tell the audience who, who doesn't know what you just did, tell the audience about what you just did in Alaska with one of your clients. Yeah. Yeah. So when we met, we were in the Reno airport and I was headed flying to Anchorage and then from Anchorage flying, taking a smaller plane into an area called Farewell Airstrip, which is in the western part of the Alaska range, pretty remote spot in Alaska. From there, we took some trucks that were built in the 1940s, another 15 miles into the wilderness. And from there, we strapped on our backpacks and I was following along documenting a sheep hunt. So we were, I mean, we were as deep into the Alaskan wilderness as you could possibly be for 10, 11 days. So yeah, it was just an incredible trip and, you know, fully out of cell service, unplugged everything, just locked in me, a hunter and a, a hunting guide looking for sheep and some of the most rugged terrain you could even imagine hiking through. So describe that rugged. What what does rugged mean? Because people in the audience are like, what is what is what does rugged mean? I mean, is yeah. It so I mean, you look. The best way to describe it is how it felt to to walk on some of this stuff. So just loose. I mean, softball size rocks, forty five degree pitch of the mountain. So I mean, every step, rock is falling. You're kind of tripping and sliding. You know, if you're going uphill, it's like two steps forward, one step sliding back. And then also you factor in the fact that you're trying to be quiet because you're, you know, hunting a wild animal just made it all that much more intense. And yeah, it was just a crazy experiment experience. Um, one of the craziest I've been on. And I mean, I've been on quite a few different trips like that. And I mean, that one takes the cake for sure. So how did you, I mean, that's a fair amount of time being out there. How much pack did you have of food and water to be able to, that's, that's a pretty long period of time being it 
outdoors like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, we were eating freeze dried meals. So we had meals. We did have sort of like a little mini base camp so we could go out. We had enough food on us for basically four to five days at a time. And then we would sort of come back to just basically a gear dump spot where we could get more, which we did at one point during the trip. And as, in terms of water, I mean, we were drinking unfiltered Alaskan river water right out of the creek with no filter. Wow. So we didn't have to carry any water, but yeah, just food. And obviously I had a bunch of camera gear, but yeah, we had tents, sleeping pads, sleeping bags, pillows, you know, clothes for, for rain, clothes for, you know, 70 degree sunny days, clothes for snow, stuff for everything. So. So how much pounds approximately were you carrying? I, guess? I would guess probably in the 50 pound range. And then once, so not to give away the story, but the hunter was able to, to harvest a sheep and that added another 40 pounds onto each of our packs for the, for the way out. (laughs) So, and, and you, and how far of a hike from, from when got the sheep to come back? Like how far did you have to actually, we were, I think at that point we had just come back down to our little base camp. We were five miles and 4,000 feet of vert up to a ridge line. And then the sheep was another 1,500 feet down in vertical, the backside of this shale rock cliff. So we basically had to hike up 4,000 feet, down 1,500 feet, then back up that 1,500 feet, down 4,000 feet, probably like six miles or so. Wow. And then that was day five so we had basically been doing days like that for the previous four days so yeah it was nice like i said we were out there for 10 days that's because our flight you know you schedule your flight and that's when it comes to get you regardless of if you're done on day one or day 10. so luckily we got it done on day five so we didn't have to do those big days for 10 full days but we had five days just to basically hang out and camp in alaska wow wow so now we're going to, let, let's just talk. And so did I hear that? Is that was that a 1500 foot distance that the, the actual shot was at? And the shot was 400 yards. So, oh, 400 yards. Okay. Oh yeah. 12, 1200 feet. Yeah. 200 feet. Wow. Okay. So obviously this was not your ordinary hunter, all right, who is going out, out yeah. in the rugged to do something like this. So in... Let, let's go back to your business, your core business. So I, you know, usually pop in and talk about the business first and as opposed to the story, but that's how we met, right? Was like, yeah, yeah. you actually, it was like, it was one of those interesting, I, I was unsure, honestly, Max, you're ever going to contact me again, you know, but you <laughs> sent me a really cool YouTube video of some of the work that you do. And then afterwards, and I said, Hey, contact me when you get back. And sure enough, you were like, Hey, I just got back and I actually have cell phone coverage and yeah. uh, I'll contact you when I get back, back home. Tell us about your core business, 719 Productions. What do you So I do mostly it's documentary style video and photo production for brands. And it's mostly been in the outdoor world. So really like almost journalistic style, you know, kind of like documentary, like fly on the wall, capturing super authentic stories and experiences through the camera, whether that's video or photo. And my background is in video, went to school for broadcast journalism. So that's kind of where the passion lies. And then and then obviously love taking, you know, photos as well, but yeah, so that's kind of the, the core of what I do. And you do more than just hunting, right? So, so describe some of these different genres, if you may, of, of video that you do on a regular basis. 
Yeah, yeah. It's funny. The hunting thing just came into play the last five years. I've been able to work with some really good brands, clothing brands in the hunting world. But in addition to that, and before that, I worked in broadcast sports. So I've been on the sideline of the Pac-12 championship football games and um, you know, all kinds of different sporting events, Major League Baseball, that sort of thing. And then what sort of sparked the shift into the outdoor world was just my personal interest in the outdoors. Well, I loved working in more, I guess, traditional sports. I found myself in my free time being in the mountains, backcountry skiing, trail running, mountain biking, that sort of thing. So um, that sort of just prompted me to try and make a shift into doing more, you know, outdoors, I guess, adventure style sports versus traditional sports. And yeah, so I've worked mountain biking companies, ski companies, obviously hunting. I've also done, you know, a lot of cooking companies, companies that make grills. Yeah, kind of like the full gamut. I've done, I've filmed seaweed farming in Mexico. I've filmed obviously sheep hunting in Alaska, you know, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to be able to do all the different things that I do. Yeah, I love the diversity. Actually, it's one of the things I actually enjoy is seeing a lot of different types of things, you know, and experiences with that. But your your you have this great video. We will post Max when we get this information out and and publish it. We're definitely going to show you some clips that you have. It's pretty incredible, extremely talented. And if you have, and I'm just going to say, you know, if you have something that you like to see the audience that you want to have recorded, high end, extraordinary video, action type part. Max is Max is your person at 719 Productions to, to take a look at that. So you did something that people always dream of, which is you finally had the courage to go off on your own. D- describe to me, that's a challenging thing for any entrepreneur. What, what finally gave you the courage to finally take that big step and go off on your own? Yeah, yeah, no, that was definitely building up. I think in five years of working, you know, with an agency that did a lot of, you know, video production and the stuff that I loved, I think that I just picked out different ways that maybe I would do it differently, you know, nothing against them, but just ways that I would run a business. And then slowly over time, just the idea of kind of owning my own time and that freedom, and to really build my own relationship with clients versus kind of having to go through maybe someone else's name or someone else's company. Because I feel like that's a strong part of my, what I love about what I do is having a direct relationship with clients and becoming friends with almost all my clients. So that sort of motivated me to start looking into how I could actually make that leap. And then eventually, yeah, it just came down to obviously being financially set for, you know, a calendar year was a big thing for me, landed a contract that help me do that. And then just made the leap. When was that? Basically like June 1st, 2022 this year. And pretty much immediately realized that it was because once I put the word out to my Rolodex, it was like, I had to start turning down people, turning away work. So I realized that I made the right decision. But yeah, it was basically just picking out things that I knew I could do better, but also just things I wanted to do differently in a business and then having some sort of financial plan for making it happen. And I was able to align all those things and it's been off to the races since. So what surprised you the most about being off on your own? I think kind of, kind of like I mentioned, you know, I didn't know if like I was going to go off on my own and nobody was going to want to hire me. But like, like I said, like it was pretty much like a bomb rush of, you know, you know, solicitation for work for me to do, to do work for different companies. And so that was the most surprising is just kind of the overwhelming 
support from clients, friends, family, everyone. And then like the request for work, I was like, man, I'm going to have to probably hire someone here soon. But yeah, it's still just me, the one man show and running the company. It's awesome. And today you're doing, so to speak, everything as a result of that, right? You're, you're, you're cutting, you're mixing, you're putting the video production together, putting the audio and putting that part. So let's, I'm, I'm kind of curious about this long-term. I mean, it's kind of putting you on the spot here. You've just been entrepreneur, you know, a few years. What do you think about that long-term? Where do you envision five to 10 years from now, from your perspective? Yeah, I think, I think five to 10 years now, I think I'd like to kind of the future for my company as I see it would be kind of a, a small group of really talented, you know, video producers, photographers that all kind of have a, a mentality of, I don't know, being real versatile and having good relationships with clients and that sort of thing. So yeah, I think maybe a handful of employees that all kind of align in terms of in terms of all that stuff, I think is kind of the ultimate goal for me. No, it's 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 fun to see yourself getting that vision, and and then of course there's the plan, right, of of getting together and launch, which is super fun. So how, if 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 you're ago and and perhaps you know potential future clients or existing clients are gonna look at that, what's what's like the one thing you like want to shoot next? You know, like this this epic adventure that you'd love to do. You know, that's funny. I don't know. Well, I am going to be shooting a, a hunting trip down in Mexico in December, which will be a great time of year to, to escape the, the, you know, Rocky mountains or the Sierra mountains now, but so that'll be good. But in terms of just personally, and I don't know if I have a specific, I'd love again, like the variety. So if I could find, you know, a good, maybe a, probably like a backcountry ski excursion would be personally for me and professionally, like a, a, a goal of mine to shoot some sort of epic winter type excursion. Hmm. Hmm. No, that's, that sounds, no, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be able to go through there. How, so now from a business and, and you, you've described it a little bit, how you, how do you think today you're going to measure success in your business? Today, I think so yeah, like I said, previously working for an agency, I think some of the things were the, the owning ownership of my own time and then being able to build very personal relationships like with them. So I think right now, those are my short-term goals in terms of just keeping ownership of that work-life balance, my time, being able to work efficiently, still do a good job and then get out and do my own person, you know, personal type adventures, and then becoming friends with the clients like the sheep hunt that I just filmed, that was a brand new client first time I ever worked with them. And they want to be on the hook for a full year contract coming up in 2023. And not only that, but you know, they want to, you know, invite me to hang out and come on, you know, just personal trips. So right now that that's my measure of success is the client relationships. And then yeah, just owning my own time and being able to work efficiently, do a good job, and then get after it. Mike. Those who can, who are listening to this, I did a little fist pump when Max said, I've already got the clients yeah. like, you know, I was already getting signed up for 23. That's exactly, you know, what you're doing. What I love to see in entrepreneurs is, is you're, you're adding value. You know, you are, are doing something plus caring about the people that you're working with. So, you know, it's not just, it's not just work, right? It's, it's yeah. actually trying to create art for them, deliver it to them and have them enjoy that result, right? For, for whatever they're doing in the future, for whatever purpose. 
And, and I love it about you that you have about that, the passion. Once again, you're, when you see some of his video clips, you're going to see that it is, it is not your average combination of film and audio and action. It's a, it's, it's a very cool, almost eclectic type combination of, of different things that you do, which I love. And, and, and I love the action side behind things that you have in there on a regular basis being especially somebody who's who likes sports likes action oriented type things let's let's i want to kind of i'm curious of pulling over to the personal side so life is different once again when you're working for another company versus working for yourself what type of habits have you had to put in place to either create or maintain discipline right so you can help perform your best work Right. Yeah, that's a that's a funny question for me. I've been you gave me the prompts a few days ago, and I've kind of been mulling it over. And I've always kind of been the person like for my creativity, and both from like the physical activity side of it. I've never liked to be in like a routine or really like have habits, but I would say that I'm habitually non habit forming, but I, I you know, I consciously make that that choice to not have habits, but that in itself, I think is a habit. Mm. If that makes any sense at all. Mm. I don't know. I think that that just helps keep my creative brain moving. And, you know, like you mentioned, like in my video, it's sort of eclectic. And I just, you know, I feel like that's a very good, even like just a demonstration of what my life is like, if you watch that video, kind of all over the place, but um, I guess kind of a controlled chaos type deal. One thing I will say that's a little more solid to answer that question is physical fitness for me, like outdoor, like in the mountains, physical fitness. So while it may not be every morning at 5 a.m. or 3 p.m. or whatever, I've definitely got to hit that physical state of just being exhausted. And I think that sort of, it's almost like meditation for me to where I think my body just gets so tired that my brain just it can't think of anything else, but you know, left foot, right foot, just keep moving. So that would say is my biggest habit, maybe like once every week, once every two weeks, just getting that pure like physical exhaustion. I think that helps both in my personal life and professional life. What does that take? Like what, what is physical exhaustion? Cause you being in Reno, you're already at, what is it? It's like, it's just under 5,000. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember running there. I've run there a couple of times. I'm like, why am I so gassed compared to running down here in the valleys here in Oregon? And it was like, it's that elevation is, is a huge difference. So what does it take for you up in that elevation to like get that uh, peak workout? Yeah, it's funny. It becomes, becomes more and more all the time, obviously, the longer you keep doing it. Um, I mean, in terms of my, so I did like a, I did a running race this year this could be sort of like a benchmark to answer this question that was 19 miles 6,000 feet of vertical elevation and that was running at 10,000 feet wow so obviously i was you know just extremely like that was a little bit exaggerated of an example but you know pushing that like a few thousand feet of vert and you know in the 10 mile range if i can do that consistently that's you know that's where i like to be well, Max, it looks like uh, one of my previous guests, Chad Lubinsky, he just did his first hundred. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and so maybe you're going to have to set that up as a, as a bar. He did the Cascades 100, which was 1,200 miles, 12,500 elevation climb and descent. Uh, yeah. So, but what what's great about what you're doing, and I mean this sincerely, is that you can't do a hunt in the middle of Alaska for two weeks 
right? Without being in great shape. Otherwise you won't be able to continue and, and have the camera steady. Right. You know, when you're trying to get a particular picture or things of that nature. And so I, I love it how you are finding that it is important to work really hard. And what you said, interesting enough about that meditation state, there's actually data that's validated when you do work out, it can be the equivalent to meditation. And I find myself who is much more of a kinetic type person. I prefer that than sitting still when I can do it, you know? And so it's not to say that I shouldn't, by the way, of those who are listening to be better at meditation, Uh but so what's, you know, looking ahead to different areas and, and what other things you see in your, or let me ask the question differently. How do you measure success in your personal life now based on where you are and perhaps where you want to go? Yeah, I think the keep a steady theme is the ownership of my time. So I think as much as I feel as though I can get out and do stuff in my own free time and enjoy, put the camera away and get out in the mountains and enjoy it. That's sort of been my measure in this short-term goal of or short-term life of my company thus far. And I'd say I've been very successful. I've realized that I can manage my time a lot better and still get out and enjoy, whether that's just, you know, going out and socializing with friends or doing, you know, big mountain excursions. I think that that balance of time ownership is is definitely how I measure success in, in my personal life. Awesome. Awesome. So what's a book I always like to ask all of our guests, what's a book that's influenced you that you'd recommend for our audience? The book, a book I'd recommend would be, it's called Undaunted Courage. And it's, it's kind of a historical nonfiction book about the Lewis and Clark expedition. And it's just, it's an incredible story just to like, understand and realize like what they were doing on a daily basis. So obviously, when I talk about, you know, hiking a mountain and, and getting tired, like, you know, they were doing that for years on end every single day. So just stuff like that, I think it really tells kind of what the human, what humans are actually capable of, you know, if you're really put in that, in that situation. And I think that obviously crosses over with my personal life in the outdoors and being active. But I think that also was kind of the same with taking the leap. You know, it's like, I know that I'll be be capable of it if I'm just thrown into this situation of, you know, launching my own business. And, and so I think, yeah, that's, that's probably the one book that I would say. Yeah. It's a, I have not read that one yet, but interestingly enough, I think it's Stephen Ambrose, I think is the yeah, author of that. Yeah. And one of my favorites, which I have behind here is citizen soldiers, which is basically okay. he did D-Day and D-Day plus one and to the end of the war, which is citizen soldiers. And he has multiple books, but yeah, he's one of the greatest yeah historians, authors that that's out there. And I actually thank you for reminding me because I've been always wanted to, do, to finish on Daunted Courage, but I, I think you're going to encourage me to pick that yeah. up. Yeah, it's long. Uh, yeah, it's it fun. is long. It's sort yes. of, um, that's sort of like sparked a bunch of these little branches off of that. I've read about like Kit Carson and some of the different Native American tribes. Also all good books like Blood and Thunder, Kit Carson, and then Empire of the Summer Moon about the Comanche Indians all kind of stemmed off of undaunted courage. So I love reading books about kind of the American West history. Mm, that's cool. And, and, and you probably learned it was a little bit tougher back then. Yeah, for sure. Which is what even like, you know, in situations like Alaska, where, you know, it's really like when you take a step back and look at what some of these humans have done in the past, it's like, we're really, you know, we're really not doing that much. <laughs> It, well, it, it's, 
it's so interesting because I, I think you're you're right. There's this this fascinating of what we can and can't do. But I think what what is interesting is our capability if we allow ourselves. I think yeah. is a really thing to take from it is right that they, we have this incredible potential as humans to do extraordinary things. It's just are we willing to to do it right? Are we willing right. to, to trust trust the process if you may to do this wild and ambitious goal? I mean, did you see yourself ten years ago doing that Alaska hunt like you just did? No, no, I can't say I did. And it's funny, the hunting thing kind of just came in through a client relationships five years ago. I didn't, you know, grow up like a hunter, but hunting has actually taken me into some of the more extreme conditions and things that I ever thought I would do. So it's been really cool kind of to be a part of and work with, with companies in the hunting world that also sort of align with, you know, just my ideologies on life and stuff. So that's been really cool. But no, definitely wouldn't have imagined I would be filming a, a sheep hunt in Alaska 10 years ago. No, I, I love that. I mean, that's a, when I heard your story of just that, when we were asked, like, you got to, if you, this happens, you pull it off. I mean, it's so different. It's so unique compared to the ordinary experience, especially right. with so few people. You know, I mean, that is, that's that would just be amazing to go through all that and experience and get through and then of course have success with it which is all right you know because not they don't always end in success right you know there could be a hunting trip i mean exactly. often they, they don't and so to to work with somebody and then to get the pictures and the images and things of that nature i think is is absolutely awesome how can people learn more about you and your company so actually i just launched a website like a month ago it's still kind of in its bare bone stages it was funny i mentioned like a lot of my clientele has been word of mouth and i had maybe it was you or someone else asking you know where's can i check out your website and i'm like oh man i guess that's something i didn't really think of because i'm getting so much you know word of mouth requests so i have a bare bones website um 719.net that's the number seven and then 19 spelled out net and yeah there's a there's some photos on there and a, a short kind of bio but still working on getting that all built out cool well i you know, honestly, the best business is referral business, right? And and as you continue to grow, you can build up that sales and marketing engine, right? You know, when, when yeah. you need it uh, to help build it. But I think it's a true testimony of how talented you are, that people were seeking you out, you know, when they found out you're on your own and, and you have effectively a backlog of clients of, yeah, I'd love to help you out, but I can't help you out today, right? You know, so that's that's the, obviously the best situation to ever be in as, as an organization. So absolutely congratulations to you, Max. I'm so happy that we've been connected. I look forward to being able to refer people to you. Obviously, everyone in this podcast is now going to get to hear from, from you. And uh, thank you so much for spending time to be on the Measure Success Podcast, Max. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I know you mentioned, you know, I do a lot in the outdoor adventure world, but I've also done a lot of studio work. And so really kind of, I enjoy all the different types of, of production needs. So yeah, anyway, I can help. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And, and I encourage for those who are listening out there, thank you so much for being audience members of Measure Success Podcast. And I encourage you to go out there and actually rate our show. We've found, we're pretty excited. We found we're in the top one and a half percent of all podcasts out there right now. And we want your ratings to continue to help us grow in that. So please go out there and whatever platform you're listening to, rate the Measure Success Podcast. Love to hear your feedback and, and thank you for doing that. So with that, we'll finalize this to everyone's listening, wishing you the very best at measuring success and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Measure Success Podcast. We'll see you again next time to learn from the best. Remember to subscribe now to get future episodes.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.